This is the Raiders on the Record podcast. Today, we bring you Matthew Radke. Matthew Radke is a 2015 Raider graduate. During his time at Hastings High School, he participated in hockey and golf. In hockey, Matthew was a three-time varsity letter winner while playing the goalie position. In golf, Matthew was a four-time varsity letter winner, helping his team qualify for the state tournament three times, leading to a third-place finish during his junior year. In addition to the team accomplishments, Matthew was All-State individually three times. After high school, he attended and played golf for the University of St. Thomas, where he was a four-year starter and three-time captain. Matthew gives a great interview where he highlights the relationships sports can build and the friendships that result from that. All right, here we are with Matthew Racky. Matthew, we always start at the beginning of someone's life. So let's start at the beginning of your life. Let's hear about your mom, your dad, your sister. Did you guys always live in Hastings? Did you guys eventually move to Hastings? So once again, let's hear about your life growing up. Yeah, so both of my parents are born and raised, I would say, in Hastings. My mom moved here from Farmington. My dad's always been from Hastings. My sister and I were always, we were born and raised here as well. So we've been in Hastings our whole entire life. My grandparents were in Hastings most of their lives. So we've been, been around here for a while. Perfect. I know it wasn't too long ago, but let's hear about the schools you attended here in Hastings. And we don't have to hear about every single teacher you had, but there, if there was a teacher at each level that really had a big impact on you, let's hear about those teachers. Yeah, I, starting off, in kindergarten and elementary school, I went to St. Elizabeth Ann Seton downtown. And then in middle school, I went to the Hastings Middle School, followed by Hastings High School. And then after high school, I went to the University of St. Thomas to study accounting. Going through school, there was a couple teachers that, for different reasons, stood out to me. The first person I can think of is John D. Wall, which I'm sure mm -hmm. you gotten before d wall he was just one of the guys you could always go to, to just relax and get a good laugh out of but there were also many other teachers i think about like mr Hahn. i had him for social studies and he was he was a guy i was always interested in the military and stuff like that so he was somebody i could bounce ideas off of and then i'll always connected with the fired teachers as well just being an athlete and, and kind of knowing them and them knowing me and having that connection of sports was always an easy thing. So you brought up D-Wall. He's been brought up many, many times on this podcast, former athletes and students as well. So let's hear your favorite D-Wall story. If you got a good one here. My favorite D-Wall story was, was his aide fourth hour and a semi truck showed up out back. And he told me to walk out there and unload half a pallet on, on black dirt. I went out there and uh, talking to the truck driver and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to unload half a pallet. And he goes, no. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, you bought the whole semi. And I'm like, oh, so I went back inside and I, I go, do all the truck driver is saying you bought the whole semi and he in the old do all voice. Oh man. I. I knew that bill was too hot. So 
we, the truck driver proceeded to unload the whole semi and we had to store black dirt under the staircases in the school, outside, everywhere you looked for the next couple of months was black dirt. That is awesome. I've never heard that one before. Obviously the ones that get brought up all the time are, I think it's cat being swooped away by a bird or something along those lines, or was it a cat or he had a, he had a pet turkey. And then I feel like the cat he had had. He had this cat that always got bigger with every story too. So just some crazy D wall stories out there. Yeah. You could, you could talk about those stories forever. This world's fattest cat getting taken away by a bald eagle is a classic. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. And once again, the cat just got bigger with every story. So soon enough was a 50 pound cat and swooped away by this, by this bald eagle. So exactly. <laughs> so Matthew, this is a sports podcast. So we like hearing about the sports you played. So let's hear about the sports you played growing up and then we can transition right into high school and let's hear about every year that you played at a JV or varsity level, especially those years. We like really hearing about individual accomplishments and team accomplishments. So if you were all conference, all state, if your team was a state qualifier, if you're captain of the team, anything that goes along with each year as well. So especially when we get into those JV and the varsity years, we can start in the fall of the year, go to the winter and then the, the, the spring. And then we can just go right through your high school career as well. So once again, let's hear about the sports you played growing up and especially transitioning to the high school level. Okay. Yeah. Growing up, actually, you being a wrestling coach, I actually tried out for wrestling one year. <laughs> wrestling was not my sport. My parents recall me running around the mat, running away from any physical contact. So I tried wrestling. I played baseball for a few years growing up in elementary school. And then I also, during that time, was taking up golf with my grandparents and my grandpa. And elementary school, I started with Little Raiders football, proceeded to play football through middle school and up until 10th grade. During that time, I was also golfing and playing hockey. I guess I started playing hockey at a very, very young age. I played hockey all the way through, and then I played golf all the way through high school as well. For sure. So any, like I said, we could start in ninth grade. You talked about playing football all the way from ninth to 10th grade, but let's hear about the sports each season, you know, so definitely when it comes to team stuff too, individual accomplishments, team accomplishments, let's go through each year and, and hear about those things. Okay. Ninth grade was, ninth grade was football in the fall. It was kind of my last year. Being that I was starting to take golf a little bit more serious, giving up August and September and part of October for golf, and, well, to play football instead of golf was kind of becoming a, a lot. Uh, so I ended up giving up football and then proceeded to play Bantam hockey in ninth grade and throughout the winter. And then in the spring, I played varsity golf as a ninth grader. And I believe in ninth grade, and I don't really recall what we did as much in hockey or football, just because there wasn't as much awards or sections or conferences at that point, it wasn't on official varsity or JV team. But from a golf perspective, our golf team started really when I was in seventh grade, we had a bunch of guys that were seventh and eighth graders that actually made up our golf team. So in ninth grade, we'd actually been playing together for two years and 
I can't exactly remember any of the specific accomplishments, but I know as a golf team, we won conference multiple times throughout the years, won sections a couple of times. And then from an individual perspective from golf, I never made state as a ninth grader, but I did make it in eighth grade. So it's a little different. Golf starts earlier and you can make the high school team earlier or you could back then than you can nowadays. For sure. I know you talked about your team qualifying for the state tournament. Do you remember what year that was? We qualified for the state tournament as a team in 2014, 2013, and 2012. And then throughout those years leading up to that, we had individuals for, I think, the three or four years preceding that. So golf's one of those unique sports, kind of like wrestling, where you can make it individually and as a team yeah so talk about that what was that like for you guys Ooh, golf is very weird i know you just kind of mentioned it you know we have the individual portion of the state tournament for wrestling and then we have the team portion as well but when it comes to golf if your team qualifies for the state tournament everybody on your team qualifies as well individually so it's kind of unique so what was that like for you as well for your team to qualify those years and for you to play in the state tournament yeah i mean my high school golf team is still to this day probably my closest friend group that came out of high school. There's a couple of people on my hockey team that I'd also throw in that boat, but actually some of the guys on the hockey team played on our golf team. So our golf team was kind of unique. Like I said, we'd we'd been together since seventh grade. Leading up to even seventh grade, we'd been golfing with each other for multiple summers. I mean, we knew each other very well. So once we got into a team. It was really fun because out of the six guys on the golf team, yes, you have a number. There's a number one player. There's two, three, four, five, and six. But everybody kind of knew that it didn't really matter what number you had because any person could beat any other person on any day. Mm -hmm. So if the number one guy played bad, there's a good chance that the number five or six was going to beat them, which made all of us play in practice a lot more, just knowing that any day, if you don't play your eight game, there's five other guys on that team that can beat you. For sure. Any accomplishments individually when it comes to golf too? I know you talked about being all conference individually, but I think you were all state as well for golf. Is that correct? Yes. I believe I was all state three times. And I give a lot of credit to the golf, like our, the other teammates for a lot of individual accomplishments as well. Just because, like I said, they all push Everyone pushed everyone to be better. So I think over the years, there's a lot of guys on our team that got all conference, were awarded top finishes in sections, things like that. Like I said, a lot of that's due to how close we were and just everybody knew that you had to play your, your best golf. Otherwise, you were not going to be in the top six. Then when it comes to hockey, too, you talked about playing Bantam hockey during your ninth grade year. Let's walk through 10th, 11th, and 12th grade when it came to hockey position you played, any individual accomplishments when it comes to hockey, and then how your team did as well. Yeah. So in 10th grade, I, well, to back up, I was a goalie. So in 10th grade, goalie is kind of unique because obviously you play with the same players all throughout. I mean, you're going to play up a year, down a year. Your same class is always going to play together until you get to high school. And then you have the, the opportunity to play with 
an extra class. So the 10th grade class can play with the senior class, which you've never played with before. But as a goalie, it's pretty unique because there's probably only three or four goalies at every level growing up. Obviously, it starts off with more goalies at a younger age, which just kind of fizzles out less goalies as you get older. So the, the core three or four goalies, I'd say, we're always together. You kind of always play with the goalie ahead of you, and you always knew who was most likely going to be on the team the second year as well. So when we got to high school, it was pretty, it was pretty fun because the goalies were close and our teams were very close. And then from, a, from an awards and accomplishments perspective, we never really won the conference or the section from a hockey perspective. I believe at that time we were in the suburban East, which actually had a really good hockey conference. I think it was like Moundsview and Egan, Eastridge, a bunch of those schools, which mm-hmm. are good hockey schools. So we we're competitive. I mean, most of the years we we're over 500, well over 500, but sections got pretty hard. I think we ended up having to play St. Thomas Academy a couple of times, Hill Murray. So a couple of private schools kind of got got our number so you played golf in high school you played a little bit of football mainly hockey and then golf as well looking back on all those years of high school athletics do you have a favorite moment when it comes to being a raider athlete i do i'd say there's there's multiple moments but i'd have to say it was on our golf team we were we were such a close knit group of guys that we're always trying to be better push each other so i'd say our, our my favorite or my most memorable accomplishment is taking third and stick as a team we're all kind of like leading up to it that was my junior year of high school and the other five guys on the team were all seniors so everybody knew that this was going to be the final the final year and like i said before we've been playing with each other since seventh and eighth grade on varsity so it was kind of like Leading up to this, everybody everybody wanted to make it as a team. We made it two years before that, and then we finally got third place in state. And the coolest part was when Pete McGinnis, the coach, came up to us at the banquet after, and I believe that year, 20 or so matches we played, he came up and he's like, you guys didn't even know this, but you guys only lost, I believe, two matches all year. And one of those was the state tournament. So just looking back and like how everyone shot to, to, to win that state title that year, we came up short. The two teams that beat us were in multiple, multiple high-end division one guys. So we were very happy with, with how we finished. And that was like the culmination of our golf season. So that, that's by far my favorite highlight of my high school sports. Perfect. Next couple of questions I always like to say are very impossible to answer because we're looking for maybe the best coach or the best teammate. So we always start off with the best coach. You played for Russ Welch, mainly in hockey during high school. You just talked about Pete McGinnis and you've had loads of other coaches throughout your life too. So looking back, if you had a name, maybe one of the best coaches you've had, let's hear about that coach and, and why you chose him. Yeah, from a hockey perspective, I kind of break it down and to my two sports that I finished high school in. From a hockey perspective, I'd have to say 
one of the coaches that was my most memorable was Kurt Welch, which is actually Russ's brother. Mm -hmm. Growing up, he was always, as a goalie, you're never, you're dealing with the head coach and the assistant coaches, but typically you always have a goalie coach who knows what they're doing. So you deal a lot more with that person than the actual head coaches and the assistants. And growing up, Kurt was my goalie coach, I think through from Bantams, so eighth grade, seventh grade, even basically through high school. And some of the stories that he would tell on the ice to keep things light, stories he'd tell on the bench to keep things light. I mean, just overall, he made hockey fun, even when things might not have been going well. As a goalie, you might not play for a week. You might have a week. You just, you're on the bench. And he was always a guy that would keep things light, tell stories, and at the same time, be very real and push you to to be better. If you let in a, a bad goal, he wasn't one to sugarcoat it. He was pretty blunt, but at the same point, he was also one that was very, he made great, he'd come up with a joke and mm -hmm. give you that accomplishment as well. Yeah, I have to say Kurt is maybe one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life and maybe at the same time, one of the most original people as well. So I can only imagine what playing for him that huge chunk in high school was like. So it must have been pretty, pretty interesting there. Yeah, no, it was for sure. And then I guess on the golf side, I really only had one coach and that was Pete. Pete did a lot for us. Uh, golf's unique where it's about, it's about your swing, about as much as how the team does or whatever. It's very specific. Each person has a different swing. And Pete wasn't like a necessarily the swing coach of the golf team, but he was, he did everything in his ability to make sure that we were put in the best spot to succeed. I mean, just scheduling, getting us in the right tournaments, getting us paired with the right teams, everything, everything he did right to put us in the best spot to shoot the best score. So yeah, Pete did a ton for, for our golf team. Perfect. Now talking about the guys that you were playing sports with hockey and golf, you talked about a lot of the best friends you had growing up. You were also able to play golf with too. So once again, impossible question, thinking about the best teammate you've played with, who do you think that would be for you and why? The best teammate I would have to, if I, it's yeah, like hard question to pinpoint one person, but I would probably have to say Mark Honecky would be my number one teammate. We played hockey growing up with each other for ever, as far back as I can remember. And then at the same point, he was also on our golf team growing up. So when it was summertime, we were golfing together. When it was fall, we were golfing together. Then it was winter and we were playing hockey together. And then we'd switch back over, play golf in the spring and just repeat. And I think we did that for probably, well, for sure, golf on the golf team from seventh grade. So we spent a ton of time together. Sometimes we fought like brothers, mm -hmm. but I guess that's what happens when you spend that much time together. For sure. We also like hearing about your improvement process. It seemed like golf, you had a lot of success early and had some really good teams as well and never really plateaued, but continued to get better year after year as well. You individually and teams, same thing for hockey too. You talked about having really good seasons year after year. So talk about you personally, your improvement process. How did you continue to make those jumps from year to year yeah from a hockey perspective 
I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say I did as many like summer camps as most people would. One of those reasons being I was very focused on golf during the summer and looking back on it, I, I don't, I don't regret anything that I did. I'm happy with golf was my main focus when I got to high school and hockey was second. So when, when hockey season started to roll around in the fall, everybody would give me a hard time because I was still wanting to golf and I wasn't at every captain's practice because it was sunny and 75 in October. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go sit in the ice rink for, for, for two sure. hours and play hockey. I'm going to, I want to finish out my, my golf year, but from a golf perspective, I actually did a lot more training and development there, having a swing coach for a couple of years to get things fixed yeah. and to have that person when, when something's off with the golf, it's, it's super small on the eye. I mean, a normal person can't pick up on something like that. So to have somebody to be able to bounce ideas off of was very helpful. And then, like I said, when our, our golf team had been playing together for so long that if Hunnicky was having an issue with his, I've seen him swing for six years, I can help him. If Jacob Cooper was having an issue, it was typically the same issues that would just pop back up and you'd have somebody that you've been with forever be able to help you. So the combination of having, having a coach for golf. And then having the guys on the team being able to to push you, help you every single day on things that they're noticing. No, I like that a lot. You know, to kind of maybe summarize what you just said there, you know, it's not so much about what you were doing, but how your teammates were interacting too. So kind of once again, coming together as a group to help each other. I really like that a lot. And, and I think it really paid off, obviously looking at your golf career too, three times state qualifier as a team, taking third as a team. I think that really says a lot about what you just said. You guys working together, growing up together, and playing a lot. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah, it was a blast. I wish I could go back and do it again. <laughs> so you graduated from Hastings High School. Let's talk about the college plans. What sport you ended up playing? Was there a recruitment process? Did you look around at a couple different schools? How did you end up at the school you did for college? And let's hear about your major as well while you're in college. And then anything else that goes along with your playing career as well in college. Yeah. So after high school, I guess during high school, I started to look at colleges at the D1, D2, and D3 level. Obviously, in high school, you obviously start off and you want to go Division One at the top level. So I toured a couple schools at the D1 level. I toured a couple schools at the D2 level. And when I went to the first school at the D3 level, which was St. Thomas, I just loved the campus. The coach was great. And the golf team was very good from a D3 perspective. They're a very good golf team. And the coach sat me down. And one of the first questions he asked was, do you see yourself playing on the PGA tour? And it kind of puts you back in your spot. Answers. No, realistically, mm -hmm. do you see yourself playing on the tour? No. And he goes, that's how, that's a lot of answers we get here at St. Thomas. If you go to the U of M. The aspiration is to play on tour. And he just kept talking about how the program, the balance between athletics and academics at St. Thomas was so strong. So I ended up going to St. Thomas and playing four years of golf there. I actually did become a captain my 
sophomore year at St. Thomas. So that was, that was great to be able to have those connections, to be able to, to lead a team at a collegiate level was something that was very cool. What was the difference like playing in high school? You know, obviously you grew up with those guys. Once again, you played with them your whole life. You play multiple years, four to five years with those guys in the, at the you know JV varsity level. What was it like going to the college level? Was there any big jumps that you had to go through? Once again, just speak to the difference between playing at the high school level with your friends, going to college, playing with a bunch of different guys, and the level of competition. Yeah, the level of competition definitely jumps. The nice thing about playing at a D3 level here locally was a lot of the top golfers that we played with in high school also went to that D3 level locally. So you knew a lot of those people and just playing in high school, they were the same number on the golf team as you. So I had actually played with a lot of those before. But I mean, overall, the the talent level does increase. But the biggest difference is balancing school, living on your own for the mm-hmm. first time, golf, even at a D3 level. I mean, you're not nearly as rigid of a structure as a D1 level, but golf's unique where it takes four hours to play. So a hockey practice or a wrestling match or a wrestling practice might be two hours, whatever it is. You're, you're pretty locked in on time where golf, you might have a half hour drive, 15 minute warm up, and then, oh, you get behind a slow group on the golf course. And now it's five hours. Mm-hmm. So it was trying to figure out that balance between how much I should be practicing, how much I should be studying and how much I should actually be having fun was one of the biggest challenges, but also one of the biggest things that I found rewarding. For sure. I know. I think Mr. Hansen has talked about this RAD. He actually went to university of St. Thomas as well, but, but I, I know from my experience in college as well, I think like you're saying, it's a time commitment. It's understanding school having fun as well, which is very important to the social life and especially sports too, kind of balancing it all. But actually having that purpose with sports is the one thing that I really loved. I know a lot of the kids I went to college with that didn't play sports, they didn't really have that purpose that athletes did. So one thing I always really loved was going to practice, having a purpose, having a reason to be there, having goals, things that you're trying to strive for. And then obviously all those other things will eventually take care of themselves too. And you just got to find the time to balance them. But I really liked having that goal and that structure of sports. And, and that's what sports brought to my college experience. So it sounded like it really did the same for you too. Yeah, no, for sure. A lot of the guys I played with in college, small golf team, probably 10 or 12 guys. And I'd say half of those guys are still some of my best friends today. We share a lot of the same interests, goal-driven, very, very similar personalities. So yeah, no, for sure. So talk about the major that you had when you were at the University of St. Thomas. And then we could talk about graduation and then everything that kind of leads up to where we are today. Yeah. So when I was at St. Thomas, I went for accounting. And then when I got my accounting major, well, during that time at St. Thomas, I had a a couple internships with accounting firms to to see if that is actually what I wanted to do. After, After graduating from school, I went on to get my CPA license and I currently work in public accounting still. So the spots where I interned in college is actually still where I work today. So. Wonderful. Before we go on to our last couple of questions, Matthew, anything else you would like to 
talk about with high school and college as well. Maybe wrap those up in a bow here. Like I said, before we move on to our last couple of questions. Yeah, I guess the only thing I would have to, to, to just emphasize is how fast it goes by. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking back on it and even talking, talking to you now before just, I graduated in 2015 and it seems like it was yesterday and looking at my calendar on my computer, it's almost eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's just wild how time flies build the connections with your friends, keep those, keep those connections throughout college or whatever that may entail, because a lot of those people are going to be your best friends for life. For sure. I think that ties perfectly into our last couple of questions. We always look for advice for parents, coaches, and student athletes. So I think exactly what you're saying is perfect for student athletes where it does go really quick. You know, when you're in it at that time, it always seems really slow, especially when we get in those winter seasons for you, you're grinding in a, a cold arena. You know, when the weather is terrible outside and it just seems like the same thing day after day and uh, there's really no light at the end of the tunnel. But like you said, eight years since you graduated high school and it just flies by in a second. So anything else that you would like to add when it comes to student athletes, if you had to look back and give them a couple pieces of advice? Yeah, I guess just to continue off that, I would say just, I mean, cherish the moments. Like as you were talking there, I was just thinking back and I haven't thought of it, but like all the bus rides in the snow, all the tournaments, things like that. You're, you're together with all these guys that you've been, been playing hockey with or not so much golf in the snow. Well, sometimes, but you just, you've been with these guys forever and seeing how it is nowadays, it, it's harder to get that connection or to be able to hang out with those people on a day-to-day basis. Lives get super busy, very fast. Jobs take people in multiple directions and it's not as easy to do it was in high school to just text your friend and they come over and you just hang out. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess the biggest thing is just cherish every moment because it flies by. For sure. And I, I know once again, in the rapid fire people, I always ask what you miss most from high school. And so many people say the community and you were talking about seeing your friends every single day too. And, and that's exactly kind of what you just said, where you see your friends every single day at high school. And then when it comes to college, you see your roommates every single day. And then once again, when you get to the age that you're at and age I'm at it, it, you got to map out like a weekend about two or three months ahead of time to get all your college roommates together to hang out. So it's not something you kind of take it for granted when it's happening. And then later on, you really miss it. So I I agreed totally with what you just said that really be present in the moment and and really cherish it too. Yeah, no, exactly. There's a lot of things. We had a lot of fun growing up. We were very blessed with the, the accomplishments we had in golf and even the accomplishments that we had in hockey. But most importantly, I mean, I really can't even remember when you asked the question, what did your team accomplish? I mean, the third place in state obviously sticks out, but everything else is just kind of a blur. And you, you actually just remember the, the funny times at the hotels or the funny stories that you had out to eat at dinner or on the bus. So those are the things that ultimately matter when when you look back at your high school career for sure the last group that we look at for advice is our parents and coaches so thinking back on your experience in high school you your experience at college if you had to give parents and coaches a couple pieces of advice what do you think it would be yeah i guess the biggest thing that i'm seeing now is it's been talked about for a while it's just how so many kids are getting locked into one sport they're playing, they're wrestling from third grade on, and that's the only sport they play. 
I think getting that diversity in sports and being able to meet new people because like growing up in, in Hastings, Mark Honecky was our best hockey player at the year ahead. And then when I came up and played with him, he was our best hockey player, but golf, he, he wasn't necessarily the best golfer. So seeing how different people on different teams play to still see Mark play well hockey, but also play well in golf. He was a captain on hockey. He wasn't on golf. It's just interesting to see how people lead and then they expect you to lead as well. So seeing, seeing all that, but kind of getting back to the parenting, I think the biggest thing is just let your kid kind of do what he wants. If he wants to play multiple sports, let him play multiple sports, obviously within reason. But I think that's the biggest thing these days is just making sure that they're having fun. At the end of the day, it's about having fun. It's not a job. I'd say 99.9% .9 of people are not going to make it to the, the professional level and make this mm -hmm. a career. So if they're not having fun, then it's kind of a waste of time. Perfect. Matthew, that's all the questions I got for you tonight. The last thing we always do is just turn the microphone over to our guest. So anything else you want to talk about, anything else you want to get off your chest, any shout outs, like I said, the time is yours and you can go for it. No, I, I don't have a ton. I guess the last, the last sporting event I was at was watching the state wrestling state championship. So, I mean, being an alumni coming, coming back and, and being able to watch a team win a state championship was, and I mean, I'm not, I never wrestled while well, I did for a little while, but just to see a Hastings team accomplish something, being an alumni, it means a lot. It's cool. So I think that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to getting back to Hastings. It's just getting more involved with Hastings athletics, seeing the teams accomplish, seeing individuals, Roll into better hockey, golf, wrestling, football, baseball, whatever it might be. I think that's the thing I'm most excited about. Perfect. Thanks, Matthew. Well